All rise. All rise. The Honorable Chief Justice and, and Associate, Associate Justices, Justices of the Supreme Court of the Court of North Carolina. All of our citizens across the state depend upon us to uphold and protect both the spirit and the letter of the law and to always apply the law fairly and impartially to every litigant who comes before this court. God save the state and this honorable court. Hello and welcome to All Things Judicial, a podcast of the North Carolina Judicial Branch. I'm Chris Mears with the Judicial Branch Communications Office. In the final episode of 2021, we focus on nonprofit organizations supported by the Judicial Branch through the State Employees Combined Campaign. Later in the episode, we hear from a few of the charities themselves about their missions and impact in North Carolina's communities. But first, we listen as Chief Justice Paul Newby sends holiday greetings and best wishes to all Judicial Branch personnel. Stay with us as we keep all things judicial. Hello, I'm Paul Newby, the Chief Justice. I love our November-December holidays. For my family, we celebrate Thanksgiving. We also celebrate Christmas. In both of those holidays, we're reminded of our multitude of blessings. As the Chief Justice, the head of the Judicial Branch, I want to say how grateful I am for each one of you and all that you do every day to fulfill our constitutional mandates that the courts will be open and justice will be administered without favor, denial, delay. That cannot happen without you, not only by your hard work and your sacrifice and your dedication despite the pandemic, but I'm grateful that the General Assembly has recognized your hard work. They've given us the largest budget in the history of the state for our judicial branch and pay raises for each of you well-deserved. It's a time for us to not just reflect on how blessed we are, but to think about how we can bless others, how we can uh, reach out to others. And my encouragement for all of us as we reflect on our blessings is be sure that we are blessing others. This time of year reminds us it's so important that we give. Thank you. My name is Melissa Keeney, and I'm the Marketing and Communications Coordinator for the State Employees Combined Campaign. The mission of the State Employees Combined Campaign is to strengthen and sustain uh, partnering charities all across the state. And it allows state employees and retirees the opportunity to um, give back to charitable organizations across the state uh, in a convenient and secure way. Uh, the SECC was founded in 1984 through an executive order made by Governor Hunt, and it's actually to this day uh, remains to be the only authorized charitable giving campaign um, permitted to solicit donations from state employees. So this year in 2021, we are partnering with 851 charities across the state, uh, and they represent 24 service areas that you can actually see directly on our homepage. Uh, and that ranges anywhere from arts and culture to animal wildlife protection, environmental conservation, social services, veteran services, and many more. Since 1984, the SECC has raised $118 million. And the past few years, on average, it's raised about $3 million each campaign year. This past year, because of the pandemic, we raised about $2.7 million, 
which was still incredible considering the economic crisis and the challenges that we all faced from the pandemic. The judicial branch in 2019, I believe, raised about $40,000, um, and then that dropped off because of the pandemic to 34. However, I was really excited to check yesterday on the campaign progress por portal that you all are only about $1,000 away from last year's total, and you have through December 31st to exceed that and to even get back up to around $40,000 where you were in 2019. The top five service areas that the judicial branch has supported over the past about five years, it looks like social services, food assistance and nutrition education, uh, medical and healthcare resources, children and youth development, and disaster preparedness and relief. So state employees can donate to the campaign between August and December of each year. They can also use their community service hours to go volunteer their time and volunteer with these organizations to first-handedly see the impact that their donation can make. Uh, they can see the mission and the direct impact that these organizations are having in the community. Our website is ncsecc.org. Directly on the homepage, you'll see our service areas listed out and you can click on any of those. It'll take you directly to the Charity Navigator search engine where you can search through our 850 partnering charities. And if you click on the donate now button directly on our homepage, it'll take you to all the information you need to donate to the campaign. My name is Rachel Cronmiller. I am the Senior Manager of Development and Communications here at Second Chance Pet Adoptions. So the mission here at Second Chance Pet Adoptions is to champion stray and abandoned cats and dogs until they find their forever homes, and also to promote responsible pet ownership in our community, both of which will reduce future generations of homeless animals until hopefully we have totally combated animal homelessness. Second Chance started in 1987. There were three women in our community, Judy, Sherry, and Deborah, two of whom are still heavily involved today, who were taking note of all of the homeless animals in their neighborhood and in animal shelters. And so they actually started this operation just in their homes. They started taking in animals from the streets and pulling animals from shelters, getting them spayed and neutered, vaccinated, um, any like rehab that they needed medically or behaviorally, and then adopting them out. And so after a few years of doing that, they decided that they should officially incorporate as a nonprofit. And they were actually still foster based all the way until 2004. That's when Second Chance got our first facility. But for 34 years now, we have saved and changed the lives of over 16,000 animals. Second Chance rescues cats and dogs. We don't do birds or any other small pets or anything, just cats and dogs. Um, we, at this point in our, our career, um, we are rescuing around 850 cats and dogs per year. Most of them find their adoptive homes locally here in the Raleigh area, but we do also now have a transport program where we send dogs to our partner rescues and shelters up north. Mostly dogs, but we did also just do our first three transport cats. The holidays are kind of wild here. We receive about a quarter of our donations for the year in the month of December. Um, so it's a huge deal. We are out there sending digital communications and direct mail solicitations, trying to make sure that of all the rescues in the area who are doing great work, and there are a ton of them, um, that we are able to secure some of those donations as well and keep doing the work that we are doing. You know, we do a lot of the same work that other rescues do. We adopt or we rescue and adopt out cats and dogs, but we also have some programs that are unique in this area. So for example, we have one called Healing Hearts 
for heartworm positive dogs where we rescue heartworm positive dogs, we treat them for heartworm disease, and then we adopt them out at the same adoption fee as any other dog who never had heartworms. We're pretty much the only rescue doing that around here. And that's a huge deal because we have so many mosquitoes in the South that carry heartworms and therefore we have so many heartworm positive dogs. So in order to make sure that they also get the second chances that they need, we've got to keep that program funded or the transport program, it's called Hearts to Home. We are super overcrowded with animals here in the South, but that's not the case up North. There are more people looking to adopt than there are adoptable dogs. And so we are able to save dogs who are on the euthanasia list at local shelters and move them up North so that they get the time they need to find their families. So programs like that are not programs that every organization has around here. And we wanna make sure that we can continue to do that life-saving work. The State Employees Combined Campaign is a huge source of funding for second chance pet adoptions. For the last few years, we've brought in anywhere between 20 and $25,000 a year through the State Employees Combined Campaign. Um, so for a nonprofit like us that's homegrown, you know, still a budget under a million dollars a year, that's a huge piece of our operational budget. And so, you know, we really do miss like getting out to the workplaces and the kickoff fair in the summer and things. Um, but, you know, state employees are volunteers here. They are adopters here. And thankfully, they are also donors. So it's really important to us that we do apply every year, that we do get accepted every year, and that we take as many opportunities as we can to meet state employees and share our mission with them. Well, the easiest way would be to choose Second Chance in the State Employees Combined Campaign. Um, but there are so many ways to make donations to Second Chance. You know, we have a lot of people who do things with their churches or their neighborhoods or their book clubs and find ways to do um, supply drives or they have like a chili cook-off um, and give us money from that. Obviously, we also accept um, Amazon wishlist orders or Chewy.com orders. People come in to volunteer either on their own or as part of a group. I think our events are a lot of fun because um, we have dogs there, obviously. And a lot of people really enjoy kind of getting together with people in the workplace and coming out to one of our events to help us show off our adoptable dogs and raise money for the animals. Um, there's a whole list of ideas on our website, secondchancenc.org. And in the State Employees Combined Campaign, we are number 1571. My name is Tim O'Connell. I'm the dire Director of Membership at the North Carolina Museum of Art. Um, I was a state employee for a number of years, and the importance of what, uh, what the campaign does can't be overstated just to, to uh, organizations across, across the state. For the museum in particular, um, what we say is, you know, the state has made us a good museum contributions and donations make us a great museum. So pretty much anywhere you look on, uh, around the museum, you'll see this beautiful building. And then you look around and you'll see um, a, a piece of art that was donated or given in memory of. Or if you're out in the park, you see that as well. So there's even if you look at some of the trees out there, you'll see that they were donated, um, the benches you sit on. So it makes a difference in all sorts of ways here. We're able to reach across the state. Um, we're in the classrooms um, with educational programs. So we're helping our educators um, by providing curriculum to them. So it, it really does just lift us up and allow us to go uh, farther and deeper with our, with our, our purpose. We're in, in the, the season uh, of Hanukkah right now. Um, we'll be celebrating Christmas, there'll be music here. We've got some concerts uh, going on. Uh, we'll do things around Kwanzaa. So we really do celebrate um, really the diversity of our state um, through our collection and, and through our performances. If you love the museum, if you love the museum park, 
It helps us make those places even better. Um, if you have time to volunteer, um, we're getting back to bringing our volunteers back and they're instrumental um, to the success of the museum. So we, um, we have all sorts of ways um, people are involved. So if you come to the museum, you see our docents, um, you know, people taking uh, people through the museum. Um, when we run major events, we frequently have volunteers helping us and supporting on those. Or if you like to get your hands dirty, um, we have work days in, in the museum park. You can go out there and you know plant a tree or, or uh, you know, do some uh, ecological work for us. So all sorts of great ways. I appreciate everybody being part of the State Employees Combined Campaign. It does a lot of great things for nonprofits in, in this uh, in this state. And we just thank you for your concern and supporting them. Uh, my name is Jennifer Paul, and I am with Families Together. I am the development director here. I've been at Families Together about six and a half years. The mission of Families Together is to help families in Wake and surrounding counties move from homelessness to home. And we do that by providing connections to housing, uh, housing support and advocacy from our team, and connections to resources in the community. Families are connected in one of two ways. They come through our Wake County Coordinated Access System, and people who are experiencing homelessness or at risk of being homeless go through a Coordinated Access System. They get assessed and then they get referred to an appropriate agency. We work with families with children, so they are families that have a child under 18 years or younger. Families Together was, began in 1980, uh, so 41 years ago, and it really was started by a small group of um, individuals from Lutheran churches in the community, and they saw a need for housing for families that had a loved one who was uh, sick at what, in what was then Wake Med, and. Um, over the years, the mission has evolved some to focus on fam families experiencing homelessness. In a given year, Families Together works with about 215 families. And if you take into account all the individuals in those families, it can be about 750 people that we will serve during the course of a year. And most of those individuals will be children. So. Um, and the, of the children, most are very young, under age 12. You know, we, we see one of the key things to the success of the families we work with is that we don't just get them in the door to a new home, but that we'll work with them for up to a year, providing ongoing case management support. And it can be really intensive, where we're, the, the case managers, what we call mentor advocates, really get to know the families and what their goals are, what their challenges are, and then help them develop a plan to achieve those goals and overcome barriers that they may be facing. Well, the combined campaign is a, a source of important funding for families together. Every year we have, um, you know, we have to, to keep the lights on. We have, we're growing our programs because the need in our community is growing tremendously. We have seen a 104% um, increase in student homelessness in the last 10 years. Uh, it, year, it increases every single year. You know, we are in a community that is is so is a, a destination that people more and more people from across our country are moving to. So it's putting more pressure on 
housing and, and causing a loss of affordable housing, which is increasing the number of people, families that are experiencing homelessness. So we're growing our programs to address that need and the, the state employee combined campaign is critical to that, you know, making sure families can get into a shelter unit, that they can transition to a permanent unit, and that they have their basic needs taken care of or at least supported while they're in our program. You've been listening to All Things Judicial, a podcast from the North Carolina Judicial Branch. You can find out more about the North Carolina Judicial Branch by visiting nccourts.gov. If you like our podcast, please share it with a friend and give us a five-star rating and review. Your help is essential in spreading the word about the positive work of the Judicial Branch. I'm Chris Mears with the Judicial Branch Communications Office, and I'm reminding you to keep all things judicial. Thanks for listening.